to have you back. Bill Michaels Show. Kind of a sunny day, then a gray day. Got some rain coming in overnight, a little bit of a breeze out there. It's warmer weather, warmer uh, warmer air right now. It's going to be cooling down, though. We can see it coming, feel it coming. Leaves are flying off the trees. Ah! But it's October, and it's October baseball, and I'm excited about that. Excited about that. Uh, that being said, Brewers take it on the chin last night. Back at it tonight. 6.08, a first pitch down at American Family Field. Uh, get there early. Get there loud, proud, and enthusiastic tonight. And uh, on the call for ESPN, uh, Doug Glanville. And uh, Doug, first and foremost, how you doing, man? I am doing great. Doing great. I had uh, breakfast at Engine Company number three. I'm taking in the full Milwaukee experience. Really awesome. a good spot if you like, if you like French toast, so. I'm hanging out there and uh, just getting ready for the game tonight. So let, let me let's go back to last night because I know people are upset that Corbin Burns didn't come out with his best stuff, and then Devin Williams didn't have his best stuff. But to me, it comes down when you're in the postseason to a couple of mistakes and two base running mistakes by the Brewers really took the wind out of their sails last night. Would you agree? Absolutely. And you know, we talked about that during the broadcast, and you know, they they ran themselves into outs, and they were avoidable. You know, and, and I think sometimes. You know, a team that doesn't necessarily rely on, you know, chaining together a lot of hits. You kind of more win by run prevention, as the Brewers generally do, with good defense and great pitching. Uh, so anytime you get base runners, you want to find a way to make sure you don't, you know, run yourselves out of innings. So those were, you know, big mistakes. And, you know, somehow the Diamondbacks kept holding the lead, and that was part of the reason why. When it comes to, you know, they always say you're only as good as your next day starting pitching. And, and look, the Brewers have had some really solid starting pitching. And it's a shame that Brandon Woodruff went down. We all understand that. It takes the wind out of your sails there as well. But for the most part, I thought the Brewers came out on fire last night. The crowd was electric last night. And I think they kind of cost themselves by their own doing. So tonight, how do you regain that energy in your opinion? You know, they, they definitely have to, you know, execute it. And you mentioned base running as part of it. Uh, there's no question that that was uh, their Achilles heel last night. But, you know, you just got to keep getting opportunities, and they did have opportunities, and someone has to get that big hit. Or, you know, it doesn't even always take a hit, just making contact, moving a runner over. And generally the Diamondbacks' bullpen hasn't been their strong point, uh, but they, they did a great job last night. And you kept thinking, oh, they're, they're going to eventually score, right? I mean, <laughs> every inning there's two base runners on, and it, it just didn't happen. And when you're facing now a guy like Zach Gallen, the D-backs, who's a Cy Young candidate every year, you know, they're going to have to find a way to, to get him early. And if they can't, they're going to have to get their bullpen. So, you know, they have to get off to a good start with Gallen and try to make his start uh, go shorter rather than longer. Uh, Corbin Burns last night started out seven of the first eight batters. He retired, well-documented, and then all of a sudden the wheels fell off. In your opinion, yeah. I mean, what happened? Was it just he was getting that there wasn't as much movement on the fastball or he was getting it up in the zone? What happened? Yeah, up in the zone, I would say. I mean, his location on the cutter the first inning, you know, he was right at the knees and he was running it off the knees. He's got so many good pitches he could command. But then the location, and look, you have to point to Corbin Carroll. This is a young player that is, like, generational in his, his talent and just the way he approaches the game. And you, in the in-game interview, he talked about, you know, I asked him, and said, well, you didn't see any of his change-ups, and then he throws one change-up and you hit it out of a ballpark. Like, how do you do that unless you're looking for it? 
that was no, not a horrible pitch, but it's just that Carroll is so good. And I think that just threw Burns off. You're just like, wait a minute. I threw all these good cutters. I located well. He's never seen my change up. And then he puts it in the right field stand. And that was, that was shocking. And then you have, uh, then you have Moreno, also a young player, their catcher hit another home run. And that was a flat slider that just didn't really do much. So mixed between just missing his spot and some credit to the Diamondbacks for laying off some tough pitches and hitting mistakes. On the call for ESPN, Doug Glanville, at Doug Glanville over on Twitter, uh, doing the Brewers and the Diamondbacks series back at American Family Field coming up again this evening, 6.08 first pitch. So what do the Brewers need to do tonight to get this one under their belt and even the series back up? Well, you know, Peralta's been fantastic. He's had a great career, and you know, he's a strikeout pitcher that will give up the occasional home run. They need Peralta to get deep in this game, and, and for multiple reasons, because you know, even if he has a short start and then you have to go through your bullpen again, you're just not going to have as many options for game three. And, yes, you have to win the game in front of you. But, you know, Williams, if, you're, if you blow out your bullpen today, they're just not going to be as effective tomorrow. So there's a mix of where you win today and you can set up better for tomorrow. And a lot of that rests on a starter, like Peralta, who can go deep. He's a strikeout pitcher. You know, he's generally lives in the air a little bit, and that causes – some home runs, but for the most part, he can get himself out of jams. They need a big start by him, and then just push one across. You know, get the better base running, and also find ways to get that big hit that they didn't get yesterday. They had certainly opportunities, and when they didn't capitalize on, you just kept the Diamondbacks around, and and now you know they're in a position where they have their one-two aces going the next couple of games. So Brewers' offense is going to have to really be at their best. Diamondbacks 5-2 and two against the Brewers on this season. Is there just some times that a team, for whatever reason, just has your number? Sometimes, and part of it is maybe it's not quite a lot enough games to, to say that's a dominant pattern, but the Diamondbacks are a team that they're very aggressive. They love to run. And when we talked to Craig Council before the game yesterday, he said, well, I know they're aggressive and they're very successful, but it also means they can run into out. Now, it turned out the Brewers were the one who ran into the outs last night. But generally, that's what they're looking for when it comes to opportunity. Just looking at the Diamondbacks as a young team that gets a little jumpy sometimes and that might, you know, sort of hurt themselves. And that's where, you know, Council, I think, has the patience to work with that. Uh, when I saw the Diamondbacks last week, I did a, four of their last two weekend games uh, against the Astros and against the Cubs. And one thing I noticed is there were situations first pitches they were just swinging into outs and just you know over aggressive you know, will that be something that could be a reset for the brewers tonight that's the possibility especially with someone like an arm like peralta you talked about craig council two things real quick before i let you go one is uh does, does at this point in time what does he have to do to win a manager of the year for guys sakes because he's been <laughs> so good for the milwaukee brewers uh, you know, sometimes it's one of those things like you know, think of it as cafeteria food at school. You might have a, a award-winning chef, and no matter what, you're just going to complain about it or take it for granted. And, you know, Craig Council is as steady as they come. He's just steady, and he's excellent, and it's sort of under the radar, so he's the, he's like the runner-up all the time. You know, he does that. Right. And, but I, I, people who play against him and manage against him and you talk around the league, first of all, he's highly respected. Obviously, he's a native here, but also that he – is an excellent manager, not only of the game and the X's and O's, but just of people. And, and uh, I, I think when it's said and done, if he 
decides to do this for the next 20 years, he's going to be one of the great managers of all time. That's what I think of Craig Council. So, you know, he's just going to continue to be steady. And, and I loved how he said yesterday in the meeting, he said, well, people come to – when they wear a Milwaukee Brewers uniform now, you know, we've had this culture shift in the last 10 years where, you know, they know that it means it's something that, you know, they're going to win. It's, it's, a, it's a culture of winning now. They're an expectation that they're going to take it to the next level. And he doesn't credit himself in that. He just talked about, you know, Yelich coming in and players coming in and building that expe- expectation. So, you know, now they're just trying to find a way to not just win, but to be the team holding up the trophy at the end. And, you know, there, there's the talent there. And Woodruff, Woodruff hurts, but they also have a lot of depth. A lot of teams don't have. So uh, they just got to do it on the field. Real quick, uh, tonight, uh, one of the storylines would have to be that if by chance the Brewers lose tonight, this could be the last time that we see Craig Council managing in the home dugout at American Family Field because no decision has been made. And I- I'm sure that came up in conversation, but did you get an inkling as to maybe what he might be thinking? And I don't know. I don't know what he might, but there's no question because of the aforementioned points about his managerial success, he's going to be uh, very desired by a lot of different markets. If uh, And it's up to Milwaukee and the, their ownership and the group to decide if they can keep him and whatever value that may be. So that that's in Milwaukee's hands. I mean, I would think with his history, he'd love to be here. And but I don't I don't know for sure that you know his decision on on all these major things that he's going to have to weigh. But uh, I, right now he's very much associated with Milwaukee Brewers baseball, and that's a good thing. You don't find managers like that very often, and uh, so I, I think it would be a tremendous loss to Milwaukee and their community and the organization if Craig Council walks out the door. Doug, great stuff, man. I appreciate it. Look forward to the call tonight uh, on ESPN, and we'll uh, we'll talk soon. Okay. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. There you go. That is Doug Glanville, and uh, he is with ESPN. They got the call tonight for the Milwaukee Brewers-Arizona Diamondback game. Good stuff from him, and if you had missed that a little bit earlier today, uh, it was well worth the uh, the listen. So good stuff there. And like he said, sometimes <laughs> what Craig Council has to do to get manager of the year, I don't know, but he certainly kind of laughed and said, boy, you know, this guy's just been so good for so long and so steady that – Nothing dynamic, just good steady amount of wins comes to mind, and the culture has changed. And, you know, so what else do you got to do to be recognized as the manager of the year? So, I, which I agree. I agree. 877 867 1670. 877 867 1670. Again, 877 867 1670. Our uh, buddy Steve says uh, it's been a couple of weeks since I've checked in. Knee replacement surgery on the 22nd. Wow, Steve, man, speedy recovery to you, buddy. He said a long and painful recovery, but it's going in the right direction. One more week, part-time, and then back to full speed. Uh, disappointing loss last night, but a tip of the hat to the old veteran, Evan Longoria. What an incredible defense uh, defensive play he had last night. Uh, let's get back on the winning side and take the series again today and tomorrow. That's our buddy Steve and Richville. Get, get well soon, man. Those are not uh, – that's serious stuff. They have a knee replacement. And come back from that big time, big time. Uh, This is from Rick who says, hey, Bill, I told my wife that the Brewers not scoring with two on and nobody out in the first inning would come back and haunt them. You have to choke up on the bat uh, a little bit and get the ball in play instead of all of those swing for the fences at bats and then just striking out. Same uh, when they had the bases loaded with one out. 
or no outs later in the game uh, to come away with squat hurt them big time. You got to play, put the ball in play. Uh, that play Longoria made was an all-star caliber play. Also, you cannot walk the first two batters in the ninth and expect to win all that work in the season. And now your back is to the wall. And that's our buddy Rick. Rick, 100% agree with you. 100%. No doubt about it. It was, uh, yep, it was, uh, it was disappointing to say the very least. Um, the, uh, oh, this is our buddy Marty who just uh, sends me some stuff. Said the playoff season uh, can't end quickly. Uh, Woody's injury, council and such. Uh, Marty, you keep it coming, man. I love reading Marty Green's stuff all the time. And then JD says, uh, granted, the offense did not perform well, but this loss is solely on Burns. Your ace pitcher gives up three dingers in what's the most important game of the year. Should have left Bob Uecker in there. <laughs> so. JD, appreciate the email. Yeah, you threw out the first pitch. Not only did he throw out the first pitch, but he threw out the first pitch to his son last night, which was a pretty cool moment down at American Family Field. And threw a pretty good pitch, too, as a matter of fact. No doubt. Uh, William says, uh, hey, I was listening to the show yesterday, and you were talking about the supplement that helps your frozen shoulder. Could I please get the name or the link to that uh, supplement to experience the same thing? Uh, go Brucro. Uh, I will send it. I will send it to you, uh, Joel. I'll send it over. Um, absolutely. It's uh, my uh, Chris. Like I said, Kristen and I bought into this company, and it is uh, a, a product called Glow. That's one of many products, but it's called Glow, and it is a collagen supplement, and it's absolutely fantastic. So I won't go on and on about it because I did yesterday, but uh, it helps a lot of stuff. I mean, if you uh, are if you have skin issues, it helps. If you if you have soreness, aches, pains, joints, problems, things like that, it helps. Uh, it helps with my lower back as well because I've got a bad lower back. It, it's just there's a lot of products that come out of this company that are amazing, and uh, that is one of them. So I, I will absolutely send you that link. No no problem. No problem at all. Uh, 877-867-1671. Hit us up, please feel free. Uh, we got a couple of segments to go. Then we got, we got some, buy, do we got buy or sell coming up next grant or is that coming to the bottom of the hour? Let's do buy or sell bottom of the hour. Bottom of the hour with some buy or sell. we got another segment to go buy or sell. Then what do we miss? And then we're out of here. So it's a quick one today. And don't forget coming up tonight, six to eight on many of these sta- same stations, unless of course you carry Brewers baseball, then you got to listen to us on the app or on YouTube. And the YouTube subscriptions continue to climb uh, 5, 10, 15 a day, which is great. I mean, I'm, we're not looking to be the Pat McAfee show here, but uh, thanks for uh, watching us over on YouTube each and every day. Go to YouTube.com. That's YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. And it's easy and it's free. That's the best thing. Is I've had numerous people that have uh, hit subscribe and they didn't realize it was free. We don't charge. We're not charging anybody for this. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. Uh, go to YouTube.com uh, slash Bill Michael Show, and then just hit subscribe. And then every time we go on the air, it just pops up. Good stuff. That's a great way to follow the program. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought you. There's still, if you got the need for speed, there is still time. There is still time. From our friends over there at Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, Wisconsin. I know October, man. It comes and goes, and the next thing you know, the season's done. And then you're looking forward to 2024 and the need for speed back then as well. So 2024 season passes are now on sale. Right now, they're on sale. Call them, 262-302-2138, or go to greatlakesdragaway.com. That's greatlakesdragaway.com. 
Dot-com down in Union Grove, Wisconsin, the oldest operating track in the world, in the world, getting the need for speed in a quarter mile. That's our friends at GreatLakesDragaway.com. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All right, Team Pella, listen up. Thanks, John Kuhn. Customers love our products with limited lifetime warranties. Check out these big plays. Incredible innovations like blinds and shades between the glass. No interference on that play, coach. And stylish windows with hidden screens that make game days a breeze. Can it get any better? It can. With monthly payments as low as $19 per window, $75 per patio door, and a free quote at PellaWI.com. Let's go. Whether you're looking to replace older damaged windows and doors or just wanting to revamp the look of your home, Pella offers a wide range of styles and materials to match your home's unique design. Hurry, take advantage of monthly payments as low as $19 per window and $75 per patio door at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your free quote today at PellaWI.com. 6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers at 1031-2023. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show continues on, and uh, I continue to get rave reviews about the, the people that I have sent to the Four Seasons Island Resort. Uh, I told you my son was just up there. I had another couple last week that sent me a nice note, uh, Michelle and her husband, Don, uh, who just got married, by the way. Who just got married. Uh, they... Uh, they went up, and uh, she now they are 23 and 26 years old. I don't know which is which. But she said, uh, wasn't quite sure about the recommendation, but went up and had an absolute blast. You were right about the music downstairs, uh, Boundary Water Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, the food upstairs in the diamond room was spectacular. Had a great time going into Iron Mountain, Michigan. Found a lot of little nooks and cranny bars, which we love to do, and did some hiking on the island as well. Thanks for the heads up. That's Four Seasons Island Resort. And appreciate you going, which is which is awesome. I'm glad that you take the time and you take the recommendation and go. But uh, Four Seasons Island Resort, uh, the place uh, up north in Pembine, Wisconsin, where back in the day the mobsters used to go and they used to meet up there, a lot of old lore about the place, and especially this time of year, they always talk about you know it being officially you know found as haunted and that kind of thing. If that gets your blood going a little bit. I personally have been there numerous times, never had an experience, so it doesn't matter. I even was up there once because the, in the wintertime they shut down uh, Monday through uh, Thursday, and they don't open up. They only open up Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And there was one time we got up there on a Thursday night, and they said, look, uh, we know you're coming. I was going to do the show there on Friday morning, and so we went up Thursday night. We were the only ones there. They gave, basically gave us the key to the place, and there was nobody there. And it was a, a little little different, but it was great. It was w- what a fun experience. And, that, again, Four Seasons Island Resort and so much different lore to the place. And whether it's a UTV, ATV trail, snowmobile trails, playing golf, sitting in the pool, the saunas, the hot tubs, great food, Boundary Water Sports Bar and Grill downstairs, uh, the really nice wine lounge and such upstairs. There's so much, so much to the place. Uh, Call our girl Barb, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. And if you tell them you heard it here on the program, they will give you 15% off your stay. And don't forget, their sister resort is Pine Mountain which is up in the UP, 
and that's the ski and golf resort there as well. So you can uh, get the same deal, the same accommodations over there as well. But uh, love both places. Absolutely awesome. I prefer to stay at the Four Seasons. I think it's cool. I, I really do. Um, Will says, imagine some of those 80s teams that they had. Wild card-wise, Milwaukee would have done well. Uh, Ryan says, the offense did well, just had zero clutch batters last night. It has been the problem since Braun left, in my opinion. Uh, and Rick says, small ball is a lost art. It really is. It really is. In today's day and age, it really is. I 100% agree with you. There is a the inability to put the just put the ball in play. The inability to give... Uh, a fly ball where needed to advance runners 90 feet. Um, just all of that. I mean, just, you know, we talk about bunts. I'm not just talking about bunting, but just the inability the, the inability to hit behind a runner. It's another thing. They just Part of it is because, and I thought Todd, we had Todd Rosiak on the program not that long ago, maybe a few months back or whatever, and we got into this discussion. Even last year we talked about this, about the velocity of pitchers. It used to be if you hit 90, you were a flamethrower. And now if you're throwing 90, that's slow. So when you talk about the ability to adjust and hit the way you want, the reaction time is so much uh, more deterred because of the speed of, of pitches that you're seeing now. It's just that's the reason hitters have changed. They just figure grip it and rip it, man, because if you, if you catch, catch into one at 90 miles an hour, 95 miles an hour, 97 miles an hour, you're, it's going out just as fast, if not faster. And I know. That's the reason we – go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I know fans get frustrated and they don't think this team plays small ball. The Brewers had 12 hits last night. They had 17 base runners. And if you want to say they couldn't come up with the hit, the clutch hit, sure. But mm-hmm. it's really hard to win in the playoffs against good teams when you don't have home run pop when you can't right. drive the ball. And they talked about it on the broadcast last night. It's hard to score all your runs with, you know, a couple singles in a row or a single and a double. Yeah. It's really hard to do. Yep, I completely agree. Uh, Justin says, uh, hey, unit, they win tonight. I'm going to celebrate with a Clasa Azul Day of the Dead 2019 tequila. Damn. Now, are you a canila, uh, uh, tequila connoisseur by any chance? Uh, Grant, I'm not a connoisseur of anything, but I do like tequila. <laughs> it's it's it, the effect I love. The taste I don't always pay attention to as much. <laughs> now there's two high ends uh, of Casadores and Casamigos. Uh, both of those I like. <clears throat> both of those I like. Um, they don't have that bite, but Clasa Azul, uh, and especially Day of the Dead from 2019. Do you know how much a bottle of that stuff goes for? Uh, my rent for about a month. How how much? Uh, it goes for my three, almost four months worth of my mortgage. Oh, oh, oh. Well, Bill, yeah. come on. I live in a pretty nice place. Don't underestimate how much my rent is. Now. <laughs> don't, lo- don't don't lowball me. How much is it really? Uh, it's ninety five hundred bucks. Holy smoke! For a bottle, for a bottle. If you buy it like from different, you know, uh, concierge service. And, and beverage service. Do you, do you just drink it with a shot glass? Neat? Uh, you drink that with a teaspoon, measuring it. <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, during the show today, and I didn't, I didn't mention this, but during the show today, my second bottle of Blanton showed up. Yesterday, I missed it. 
because I was on the air and the UPS driver came and apparently rang my doorbell. And because I get in the studio, I don't hear it. And I never saw it on my phone, which is really weird because usually when somebody approaches any of my doors, my alarm goes off. It didn't go off until like 30, 40 seconds after he was leaving. And I couldn't catch him uh, because I was on the air. So today uh, I put a note outside that just said, hey, text me when you get here and I'll come down during a commercial break and get it. Well, it just so happened that I when we went to commercial break, I looked outside and the, and the UPS truck was pulling up. So I knew what they were here for. So I ran out and got it. So now I got my second bottle of Blanton's. So that, I mean, that excites me. And you can buy a bottle of that stuff on services, depending on, you know, anywhere from the cost of about 85 bucks a bottle, all the way up to 220 bucks a bottle, depending on which service you use. Uh, and mine have both been pretty good. The first one I got for 84 99 with a bottle of the Wheatley uh, vodka. But I also ended up getting another one for $122. So I got both of them in the house now. They're safe and sound. But, yeah. So if you're going to be doing celebrating with Klaus Azul, Day of the Dead, whew, good for you. Do you? That's good stuff. When you drink tequila, Bill, do you chase with the salt and the lime? What's, what's your? No. No? no. Just straight? I, no. I mean, I have. Don't get me wrong. And I don't mind it. But tequila should not bite you. It should go down smooth and should not burn. And if it's good. And I like Casamigos, and if you, there's and the thing about it is with Casamigos is they have, and I know that it's part of the uh, the George Clooney group and all that stuff. They're the ones that came up with that. Um, but theirs is a little more high end, and uh, and and their highest high end is probably only fifteen dollars more than their lowest. So it's not like you're getting, you know, a, a fifty dollar bottle and then getting a four hundred dollar bottle. You're, you're getting a $50 bottle or a $60 bottle or a $65 bottle. It's about it. Whereas some of these other tequilas are crazy ridiculous. Don Julio's not bad. I've had some Don Julio, but that's probably lower end. I know some people like Hornitos. I guess it just depends on what your taste and your palate is. I like uh, Hornitos and I like Patron. And when I say that, I mean I like the price. And I normally, when we go out to a bar and, and the high end Patron stuff, shop, though, is not, is not bad at all. Yeah. It's, it's pretty not good. Bad. Yeah, I, I normally chase when we take shots at the bar. I chase it with pickle juice. That is, mm, Ooh. it's delicious. Ooh, wow. Okay, you never heard anyone <laughs> doing that before? No, I haven't. I have not heard of that at all. Well, don't knock until you try it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I haven't heard of that at all. Man, pickle juice. Oof. Good antioxidants. It's good for yeah. you too. Yeah, but remember when it used to be? Um, what was the uh, what was the main tequila that everybody liked? Um, God, it's not Hornitos. It's Jose it Cuervo. Out. Jose Cuervo. Jose Cu- Jose Cuervo was like the standard years and years and years ago, you know. And now it's, you know, that that's like if you're drinking that, you're supposedly drinking like junk, you know. Cu- Jose Cuervo, eighteen hundred, even, you know. Uh, Milagro, uh, James uh, Judge Smale's burner account. Yes, Milagro. Milagro is really good too. Milagro. R- Milagro is really good, and it's in that same sense as the uh as the Colossus Azul. It's in that same class, only not as high end. So uh anyway, uh Navy Nugget says one hundred and twenty two bucks for a bottle of Blanton's is not a deal. It is if you're buying it online. If you're finding it in stores, no, you can get it from anywhere from seventy five bucks to eighty five bucks, depending on what what it is. And depending on the demand. But I know places out there that are selling it for two hundred and twenty bucks. So $122, that's including tax and shipping. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. That's a pretty good deal. 
877-867-1670. When we come back, we got some buy or sell. We've got what did we miss? We're not done yet. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michaels Show coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. we worked with this year called Road Track and Trail, and I'm starting to get some people that are saying, hey, hey, what is that place that you were talking about that has all the uh, snowmobiles in stock? And they are the largest, largest supplier in the world of motorcycles, UTVs, ATVs, and, uh, and snowmobiles, and they're right here in our own backyard, Big Bend, Wisconsin. Uh, which is just uh, south here of Waukesha. So it's within, you know, driving distance. And especially if you're going to save money and they, they have what you want and you can find what you want, it is the place to go. They service them uh, and they make sure that they're all ready to go. And whether they're just like new or gently used, as they say, uh, roadtrackandtrail.com. That is roadtrackandtrail.com. And call them up. Ask for Nick. Nick is the owner. Uh, and, again, roadtrackandtrail.com. There you have it. Time now for buy or sell. Let's do this. All right, enough messing around. Got a couple of Brewers-themed questions for you, Bill. And then a Packers question, too, because... I, I, I do need to tell you something. Yes, I yes. received uh, three emails in that short period of time that all said pickle juice is the way to go. Yeah, oh, okay, so we're, bu- so we're buying pickle juice, or at least some people are. Buy pickle or sell. Pickle juice and tequila, juice. there you go. There you it's, go. Pre- it's pretty good. I gotta try it. I don't love salt and lime, and I think it's because first couple years of college, I just... Took a lot of tequila shots with salt and lime, and that kind of soured me on salt and lime. Makes mm-hmm. me sick. So yeah. now I'm all in on pickle juice. Well, good. We can start with buying pickle juice. I like that. There you go. I got a couple Brewers questions, and then we'll end with a Packers one. Let's say, Bill, that the Brewers are down 2-1 to one tonight, and it's the bottom of the eighth inning, and the Brewers have runners on the corners with one out. Got a rally brewing. Season's on the line. Do or die. Buy or sell, the hitter that you would want most in the batter's box would be... William Contreras. I'd buy that. I'd buy that. He has been good all season long in so many different situations. Um, I would buy, and here's the reason why: nobody's dropping down a bunt, right? So you got to put the bat to ball. One of the best averages on the team, and can give you a little bit of pop, and can hit to the gap. So I would take William Contreras in a heartbeat. I'd buy that right damn now. If I had William Contreras coming up. Uh, I, I would look for him. Yeah, that, that would be my guy. I don't want to be, be hyperbolic, but I he does remind me a little bit of Yadier Molina in that with two strikes or in a spot where the ball's got to be in play, he's just really good at stretching his arms out and slapping one into right field right. if need be. And he did that last night. Yep, 100%. I, I, would, I would go on Wilson, uh, William Contreras' way every damn day. And, because, and, I, like you said, I mean, he's been good at just getting bat to ball. Yeah. And I think that speaks to the lack of bat to ball ability the rest of the lineup, especially Sal Freelick. You know, he's a kid. He's playing in yep. his first postseason. So I'm 
with you, I believe, on Contreras. By yourself. Yep. Bill, Craig Council has managed the Brewers to one, I'll repeat that, only one playoff series win since 2018. That's when they beat the Rockies. And since then, they've lost in the first round of the Nationals, the Dodgers, that was in 2020, and the Braves. They're facing elimination tonight against Arizona. Buy or sell, your opinion of Craig Council as manager will change if the Brewers fail to advance to the second round of the postseason for the fourth straight time. You know, no, it wouldn't change. Only for the fact that I, I look at the teams that have advanced and the teams that have moved on, and for the most part, they've been better teams. So I, I, I couldn't, couldn't argue that fact. By the way, William Contreras with uh, two outs and runners in scoring position, batting two ninety three. Love, we love that. Just an FYI, somebody just sent me that. Hitting two ninety three in the season, I'll so I'll take that. that. Uh, no, I, I just, I, I always look at it as, what were they supposed to do? I picked this team to win 83 games. They've already overachieved to get to the postseason. I didn't think they would. So if they lose tonight and they're bounced, they did more than I expected them to do. It's disappointing. It sucks. But I would say overall, a better season than I expected. Now, if you said, hey, they're going to win 92, 93 games, they're going to be in an NLCS, then it's disappointing. I just didn't think with the offense they had or the lack thereof that they were even going to be this good. So they got it done, and, and Yelich said it back in July. We, how how'd you get to this point where you're vying for the top spot in the division? He said we got it done with defensive pitching because the hitting hasn't been consistent. We, that's something we thought going into this season. I just didn't think they would be this good. So I'm already – they've already overplayed what I thought they would be. So he lost this series tonight, and they get blown out tonight. I would still say what one hell of a season because it's not where I expected them to be. They played two more games of what I thought they would play. Quick follow-up, what is it with Craig Council's closers letting him down? Like, I think in 2018 when Jeremy Jeffers went in the tank and then Hayter blew it in 19 and Devin Williams just pooped his pants on the mound last night. He walked a couple guys before he got him out. What's with that? Devin Williams is that guy. He has been all season long. It just hasn't cost him in such a big moment. There are times he comes in, he cannot throw strikes to save his life. I've tweeted it. As a closer, man, you got to come in and throw strikes. Now, he's had some tremendous success, don't get me wrong. But, damn, you got to throw strikes. And he has not been able to throw strikes consistently uh, but at times. But then again, there are times he comes in and everything he throws, no matter how much it breaks, clear in the plate. And he's just dynamite. He's just dynamite. But, I, man, it's just... He, there are times it just he doesn't get it done. But look, he's got 210 strikeouts to only 54 balls and uh, 54 walks in the season, and has only given up six home runs. So last night, with a whip of 112 and, and a team batting average against him of 212, last night was kind of a weird apparition, unfortunately. Yeah, and maybe it's because he had a couple days off. But I, I, you know, I saw people tweeting about that. I, I'll just say, Bill, I, I will sell. Any explanation of Burns or Williams outings related to how much rest they had? Well, there was an extra day. Man, you're an ace. You're an all-star. You're a scion. Right. Go out there and perform. Oh, so you, you went on a Monday when your normal schedule would put you on a Tuesday. I don't care. I'll sell yeah. all of that. I will sell you every You know what? Arizona didn't have a problem with it. Damn straight. So stop. And if their yeah. ace comes out and dominates tonight, I, you know, that's what aces are supposed to do. That's what elite closers are supposed to do, so... Yep. It's very disappointing. By yourself. One more. Staying on the topic of coaching, and it's a similar question, but it's about the Packers. They go into Vegas on Monday night. 
There should be a lot of Packers fans there, Bill. There's a lot of people headed out there. So I I don't know if it'll feel like a home crowd, but it's not going to be a hostile road crowd. I'm pretty confident in that. The Raiders Mm -hmm. cannot stop the run. They cannot rush the passer. They are not well coached. I think we both agree on that. And their quarterback situation is up in the air. Buy or sell, if the Packers show up flat and get pushed around and have a similar performance to what we saw the majority game against the Saints, the end of the game against the Falcons, or the entire game against the Lions, we need to have an actual serious conversation about Matt LaFleur and his ability as a coach. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. If they come out flat, and let's say you do get Stokes back and Elton Jenkins is back, and you still come out flat after all this time to self-scout, because you're going to get almost four weeks to self-scout. You just came off of a Thursday night game in which you have an extended stay because you've got a Monday night game. And then after the Monday night game, you then have two more weeks to kind of reobserve yourself and self-scout again. You will have one game in 20, I don't know, 24 days or something like that, 23 days, and you don't come out fired up, ready to go? Absolutely. We should talk about Matt LaFleur's job security. Now, if they come out and they look great and it's just bad execution, that's one thing. But if they come out and let's say they look flat defensively and look skittish defensively. I mean, we went through the stats today. You're you're 21st defensively in yards per game given up. 21st. You needed to be top 10. You're 30th against the run. Suck it. You're 30th against the run. You're 20th right now ranking in points per game. All of that is completely unacceptable for a defense that is supposed to be much more talented than what it even was last year. It's garbage right now, and if it doesn't get fixed, then we should talk about both Joe Barry and Matt LaFleur out the door. Out the door. 100% agree. If it looks that bad. The the first four games, it it does. And if if it trends in that direction and stays in that direction, absolutely. Now, if things begin to trend in a positive, they start to get healthy, and you start to see guys starting to play better and the numbers are going up, then I'm good with it. But if this comes out flat and over the next couple of games specifically, when you had all this time to prepare your team and you still look bad, then you really got to talk about it. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. This is an opportunity for them to come out and be the aggressor. I would like to see that. So I I don't want to put that out in the universe. It's not that I don't believe in the Packers and it's not that I expect them to be flat. It's just like if it happens again, I think we actually have to have a a discussion. That's buy or sell. 100%. There you go. That's buy or sell. We're going to go ahead and take a quick quick break, come back. And uh, get into uh, what do we miss? That's coming up. Our friends over there at uh, Cruise Planners, Cruise Planners. And if you're thinking about maybe ditching a snow shovel come February, March, or something like that, and you want to go someplace warm, let them do it. Let them tell you where to go. Great places, safe places. That's the big thing. 262 344 0697. That's Kirk and the gang over there at Cruise Planners. Or maybe you want to go out to Arizona and check out spring training. You want to start thinking about that? Yeah, you do. Call our friends at Cruise Planners. Land and cruise vacations. Kirk and the gang can get you taken care of. 262-344-0697. Anywhere in the continental U.S., 262-344-0697. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All right, Team Pella, listen up. Thanks, John Kuhn. Customers love our products with limited lifetime warranties. Check out these big plays. 
incredible innovations like blinds and shades between the glass. No interference on that play, Coach. And stylish windows with hidden screens that make game days a breeze. Can it get any better? It can. With monthly payments as low as $19 per window, $75 per patio door, and a free quote at PellaWI.com. Let's go. Whether you're looking to replace older damaged windows and doors or just wanting to revamp the look of your home, Pella offers a wide range of styles and materials to match your home's unique design. Hurry, take advantage of monthly payments as low as $19 per window and $75 per patio door at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your free quote today at PellaWI.com. 6.99 APR for 120 months. Serve restricted supplies. Showroom for details. Offers on 1031 Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. Enjoying the day today. Anticipating tonight. Six o'clock. Uh, the huddle gets underway. Going to talk a little bit of NFL. Some Packers football. They're going to get back at it. Very good question coming from Grant regarding the uh, coaching staff in Green Bay. We'll get into that discussion coming up tonight as well and expound upon it. Don't forget, we will also be on many of the same stations that the Brewers are on, which means find us over on the app, WOZN, The Zone Madison. The Zone Madison. Download the app. You can listen to us uh, on the website. You can click on it on your desktop. You can watch us, which I recommend you do on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash Show. youtube.com slash Show. And you can watch the show there and listen to it on your computer, on your phone, whatever it happens to be, mobile device. You can find us that way as well. So plenty of ways to stay in touch with the program coming up tonight. 608 first pitch down at American Family Field. And you've got uh, tonight uh, Freddie Peralta going to go to the hill tonight for the crew. And hopefully, hopefully he can get, uh, get a win. Go six, seven innings, be perfect. Keep him at bay. Brewers get a couple of clutch hits tonight, get a win. And then tomorrow makes it that much more exciting, winner, winner take all down at American Family Field. So hoping for the best there. Time now for What Do We Miss? What Do We Miss? Uh, Bill, I have a soundbite that I want to play you. And, and, okay. and give me one sec to explain this. So I was driving home last night after my show, and I was listening to the Brewers pregame on the way, and they played this interview with Corbin Burns. And I didn't think anything of it. It was mostly just cliches and background noise. But he, he made a small little comment in here that I thought of later on in the night after he sucked. And I was frustrated in my head. I'm like, oh, screw Corbin Burns. He mentions upcoming arbitration in this comment. I want to play you the full thing, 45 seconds or so. If I wanted to, I could go full Skip Bayless and use this audio to complain about Corbin Burns, but I don't think it would be fair. You tell me, though. It's 40 seconds, and in here, Corbin Burns like, well, we're coming up on arbitration, coming up. And when, just, when is this? This is last night? This is from last night. This is the pregame okay. interview that was on the Brewers Radio Network. It's just about 40 seconds. Let me play this for okay. you. Know, we, you. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. You never know what's going to happen next week. You never know what's happening this offseason next year. Um, so for me, I've, it's always going out, taking it one day at a time, taking it one start at a time. Um, that's something I've always said is, whether it's opening day, whether it's start 12, whether it's game one of this wild card series, I'm going to go out and prepare the same. Um, I'm going to go out and try to win a baseball game. You know, that's, that's my, my, my job is to go out and execute as many pitches as I can, give the team the best chance to win. Um, you know, and for the most part, I've been able to do that for the last couple of years and I've done it this year. And um, that's all I can focus on. There's, you know, obviously there's a, a group in there that um, are coming toward the end of our you know, arbitration status. Um, and 
that's out of our that's out of our control. It's out of our hands. So we, we, we all, all we can do is focus on what we can control, and that's preparing for um, you know game one against the D backs tomorrow. Again, Bill, if I wanted yeah. to nitpick this, I could. I don't think it would be fair. Did that raise any red flags for you? Uh, it means he's thinking about what could be. Uh, he knows. In, in other words, we're about to come up on our arbitration status, which means we're about to go to free agency. And so on one hand, you can say he's thinking about free agency where he may not be here anymore, most likely will not be here anymore, and he wants to win and win now. The other thing he's thinking about, obviously, is with every start comes scrutiny, you know. Uh, so, I, But I don't think he was specifically kind of throwing it back to the arbitration from when he lost the $700,000. I think what he's thinking about is, as he said, doesn't matter what I'm doing. i got to go out and prepare the same way. But he did – kind of allude to the fact that we're coming up at the end of our arbitration status, which means we're going to be free agents. We probably won't be here anymore or they have decisions to make. I mean, you can, you can infer what you want, but to me, that's kind of what, where he's heading with this. And on one hand, you, it's completely explainable and understandable. On the other hand, as a fan, all you want to hear is say, look, big game coming up. I know I got to prepare the exact same way, but there's different pressures, you know, postseason, blah, blah, blah. You know, I want to get a win. I want to get a win for this team, for the guys in the clubhouse, for the city. That's what you want to hear. You never want to hear something about contracts and status and arbitration and all that kind of stuff. I just don't I, want to hear I, the A word. I get where he's coming from. Yeah, yeah I get where he's coming from. Um, last stat, we got about 60 seconds here. Corbin Burns and Devin Williams were the Brewers last night. Six earned runs, five walks, three home runs. No other team in Major League Baseball history has had all-star pitching, pitchers or pitcher, from that season allowed those numbers in a postseason game. Yeah, it's uh, – <laughs> and they still had opportunities to win this game, and they still out-hit Arizona. That's, that's – you could have had a – you had a chance to have your two All-Stars play about, pitch about as bad as they could pitch, and still win the game, and you gave it away. And you're going to look back on that and go, son of a bee. There was an opportunity. Now, I hope they win the next two games. But if they don't, and let's say they win today and don't win tomorrow, yesterday will be a – yesterday is going to be a thorn under the uh, a thorn under the saddle for a while, no doubt. Unless, of course, they win, then who cares? We forget about it. Somewhat. That'll do it. Tonight, we've got the huddle coming up. It'll be the Bill, Bill Michaels huddle coming up tonight on many of these same stations. And if you don't get it, uh, watch us on YouTube, download the app, all that kind of good stuff. Until then, time for us to go. Have a go. Hoop. Hoop.